Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Kashras, presented by the Kashras Awareness Project in conjunction with Torah Anytime. Today, I am joined by Rabbi Yosef Wickler, longtime editor of Kashras Magazine. Thank you, Rabbi Wickler, for joining us again. Thank you for having me. I enjoy being here. Appreciate it. So I'd like to discuss a, a, a very important topic with you today, and one that I know you have a, a unique perspective on, and that is insect infestation in foods in general. Um, talk a little about your uh, vantage point. You've put out Conscious Magazine now for 43 years. Things have evolved, things have changed, uh, whether it's pesticides, whether it's the, the uh, greenhouses, there are a lot of uh, hydroponic type of uh, uh, produced vegetables and, and so on and so forth. So give us a little primer in the, uh, on the world of kashras as it relates to insect infestation. In, in one hour or two hours? <laughs> that's, a long, that's a big topic. A little bit I'd like to share with you uh, about my own history when I was a kid. When I was a kid, everybody used uh, romaine lettuce for Pesach. And we just used romaine lettuce. We didn't think twice. Then they started to announce to us no, no, you can't use Romy lettuce. You have to start, you have to soak it in salt water for, I don't know, 20 minutes, a half an hour, and then, then, if it's, then it's good to go. And then afterwards, a couple of years later, they said, no, salt water is the wrong thing. It's vinegar you have to use. And we did it in vinegar. And we tried to get rid of the taste of the vinegar. We did our best we could. And, that's, and then it kept going up and up and up. Then they started telling us, you, you, you have to use, uh, you have to check it by the, by the light. You go, to the, you go to the window and you hold up each leaf and hold it to the light of the, the window from the sunlight and, then, and if you don't see any bugs, it's good. And then afterwards they said, no, you need a light box. And then it got, it got more exciting that, yeah, but in case you miss something, maybe you should use a jeweler's loop to check it. So things kept going on and now it's, Beyond that, we're now up to a more advanced stage of where people are using what they call the shmata bedika. They have a certain cloth that they use to check the water, and from that, if they see if any insects, then we have a problem with the product. If there's no insects in the water, then we, we feel there's nothing on the product itself. That's the history of, of kashras there. So the average person is getting very worried. He said, when I was a kid, and my mother, and that generation, they didn't use anything. We just ate, we ate vegetables. How come you, every few years the rabbis get together in a secret meeting and they decide this year we're going to hit strawberries, next year we're going to hit this, we're going to answer, we're going to answer blueberries. It's getting, getting so crazy. And then water in New York City. No, no fish and the sockets and everything. It's crazy. How can they do this? What are they doing to us? They're getting too from for us. So let me take you back in history to 1900. 1900, there was a tshuva, I mean, it's a, you, have, you have the Yechiel Michal Epstein in the Orcha Shulchan, in Simon Peiches, in Sif uh, Samach Beis, writes the following. He said, sauerkraut, people want to put sauerkraut up. What you do is you take cabbage, and then you put it into vinegar, and you leave it the whole winter, and it turns into sauerkraut. But there are tons of bugs that can be in there, tons. So he said, you've got to check each leaf of cabbage two 
or three times. Not one. Two or three times each leaf has to be checked before you put it up. And then right away, put it up for the winter. Don't let it sit around the house for another day. Because then the eggs will turn into, into bugs mm-hmm. and you're going to have problems. That was in 1900. So the, in 1940, 1940s, I'm sorry, they developed DDT, which is a special, a special insecticide that was handmade, and it took off like wildfire. And it killed all the insects. Maybe too many, and the government didn't like that, plus the fact it killed a few other people too, so they didn't like that, and eventually it was stopped in 1972. They stopped using DDT. But for those 30 years, we were using it. So mm-hmm. 1959, Ramosha Feinstein wrote a tshuva. It's in Chelek Aleph Yeridea, Sif uh, Lamed Hay. Uh, I'm sorry, Lamed Hay. So there he talks about sauerkraut, and he talks about what was in the hay in the old days, what he remembers from Europe. Mm-hmm. And he said in Europe it was tak infested, and you couldn't use it unless you checked it very, very thoroughly, like the Orcha Shulchan was saying. He says, but today the farmers got it under control. He doesn't refer to DDT, uh-huh. but they got it under control, and things are good. But then again, are the farmers always doing a perfect job? And, and the Yeresh Mayim may still be wanted to check his vegetables. And so he recommended to check vegetables. And mm-hmm. someone who was closer to Moshe told me what he recommended was to take a leaf and look at the outside light, the w- window of the house at the, with the sun, and just look at it for a second, look around. That's good. Not to work too hard on it, but every one, every leaf to be checked. That's what he personally recommended. And in the tshuva, he doesn't say it's required, but he definitely recommends it. Mm-hmm. So that's in 1959, and we already had the DDT, mm-hmm. and Ramosh is still recommending checking cabbage. I mean, just to point out, insecticides are great, but there's a level of acceptability that, let's say, the FDA will be okay with that halacha won't, right? There, it's, it's, not, it's not one and the same. The, the, the FDA might be okay with a certain level of infestation. You can't use it anymore. I mean, That's what I mean, infestation. infestation. Yeah. That's what I mean. They may be okay, okay, if the bug level is below... But it was, hitting, it was hitting good numbers. It was, uh-huh. We were hitting good numbers, and that's why we never heard about this. Mm-hmm. That's why when we were growing up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, we didn't know about this whole thing yet, because not until 1972, when they got rid of DDT, was there ever an issue. I see. Because we were growing up in that takufa from 1940s to the 1970s. So all the guys like me... We, 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 didn't have a, we didn't see anything. So therefore, people my age or older a little bit, they didn't know anything about any bugs, bugs in, in, in vegetables. Maybe mm-hmm. back in Europe, but we took care of it in our modern society. We have no problem. Mm-hmm. That's what we thought. But then when they got rid of DDT, the thing changed. So back in 1980s, I can't remember the exact year, two people, Pinchas Badner, Lahabda bin Chaim Mechaim, Rav Gissinger, Rav Shlomo Gissinger, did two movies, two videos. They were kosher, kosher videos, and everybody watched it, even the big rabbanim. It was all about the bugs in vegetables. Mm-hmm. And it showed you the plane coming down and spraying the crops, and it showed you how it was things that were done with the DDT, and then it stopped, 
and then they showed you the insects live crawling on the vegetables and you got the message very clearly and that is the, was the very beginning shortly afterwards Bodek opened up right. later on they got positive you got other groups in Israel you got groups but all of that happened because we became aware through those two Rabbanim mm -hmm. it opened the eyes of America to something that they that was going on for a few years because the end of DDT was a little lag until we became aware of it so this is not a creation of the cautious organizations mm -hmm. at all. But that just puts us into a little bit of, of a history. Um, and, and, and then afterwards, the different organizations got better. They, we, first, we just uh, took regular, regular produce, and they were sample checking. Then later on, they were doing more checking. Then they were growing especially, or in some cases, they used from the field the only the parts of the field that they felt didn't have much in, insect infestation. There are different levels of insect infestation to a point where it requires a bedika, a check of every single leaf, and sometimes it only requires a it only requires a sample checking, it not not requiring the same level of checking. Some is a checking midoraisa from the Torah law, and some is only midorabonim. But whatever all those le that checking levels are, we now have a, a situation where we have a problem and the agencies are taking care of it. So eventually we developed the greenhouses, but not every greenhouse is the same. Mm -hmm. Some greenhouses, just the word greenhouse, oh, greenhouse, that's special. But it's not so, because insects can get in. You have to have a very good control to make sure that nothing gets into the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. That is where a lot of the discussion is about whether Kashmir, whether or not this specific vegetable from this company is good or not good, because the question is, what did they do at their greenhouses? So let me ask you, are we, are we better off or worse off today where perhaps the infestation is worse, but we're also blessed? You mentioned Bodek, Positive, so many other companies. When you go into any kosher supermarket today, you have a wide variety of options of buying what we'll call no, not, no, you know, no checking required types of vegetables, romaine and, and, and others. So we, we, how would you judge today's situation? Are we better off or are we worse off? This is the question of the day. I, I would just throw in, before I answer that question, the other things that are happening today. they now add aeroponics. And that's everybody knows about the new companies that are coming out now that are producing cheaply and less long, and they're in thousands of stores. And it's a new brands are coming out, not the Jewish brands, the non-Jewish brands with Hashkocha, and they are producing aeroponics, not in water in the on regular regular water, but they, what they call aeroponics from the air. And so the situation today, there's plenty of opportunities. The question is, what is required? What's a necessity? very complicated. And that's why you need Yerushamayim here, and you have to look into it through the eyes of Rabbanim, who know the story well. Everybody has to decide who they are. Mm -hmm. There are some people who don't eat some of these vegetables. And I advise everybody who's listening, if you can, if you can do it, to spend a few hours or even a few minutes and study some of the tshuvas that are written in the Darke tshuva about the periods in his time and back beyond. It's amazing how hard it was to be a Jew, 
how many vegetables they had to give up, how hard it was to be a Jew in the old days. Whatever we have today is easier. Because simply, if you take a, a kashkocha on any one of these vegetables, and you're not convinced, or even like strawberries, for example, and you're not convinced that they're perfect, you could blend it. And if you blended it, you're allowed to blend it because you can be soimich that there was not, not, that, not, a real serious, not a real infestation, and you're allowed to blend it, and then if it's blended, there's nothing left anymore. So there are solutions today, but the person who has Yerushimayim is going to have to discuss with his Rav mm -hmm. where to go on this topic. Got it. Okay, on that note, thank you. Thank you for this interesting conversation about insect infestation. We look forward to speaking to you again. Appreciate My it. My pleasure.